RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night live talk show. <laughs> Still got to work on those kinks. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone's doing well. Looking forward to connecting and find out what's going on in your world, as well as talking about some interesting subject matter. Uh, the dollar, of course, is no longer the reserve currency. It's not official yet, but we all know kind of where it's heading. That's why I decided to wear my special shirt today, saying that the uh, basically the uh, dollar is a hazardous medium of exchange that you might not want to hold too much of moving forward. So we're going to talk about that as, lot, as well as a lot of other subject matter. Hope everyone is doing well. And then when it's time to open up the phone lines, I would love to hear from you guys. Number is 313-462-0027. We'll love to find out what's going on in your world as well as what other subject matters are out there that we um, need to talk about. So let me dive into the uh, chat real quick, acknowledge a couple people for taking time to bless us with their presence, and then we'll dive into a couple stories here. All right, let me see. We have uh, Simon. It says, therefore, submit yourselves unto God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. James 4, 7. Hey, man, appreciate that. And I definitely am down with that one. Bar Light Broker in the building. We got Master Don. We got JoJo. We got Patriot Star 777 from Jacksonville. Appreciate you for tuning in. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, Imperial Truth, uh, Empirical Truth is pretty much every canceled person is in disagreement with the Fed. <laughs> Root of all evil, Fed notes. <laughs> Iman, we got Brawl Light Broker in the building. Low Blood Pressure, Jim Diggs. Tom, we got Looter92. All right, appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. So uh, feel free, as always. I want to make sure I uh, give you guys a chance to talk about whatever else subject matters might be worth uh, talking about, letting your voice be heard. So feel free to chime in, uh, throw a subject matter in the chat, and we can touch on it. And I don't want to hog the mic up. I want to make sure I give everybody a chance to share their thoughts on whatever topics we touch on. And so I see we have the uh, – let me actually switch up my screen a little bit here, and then we'll get right into some of the topics. Let me – I got too many windows open back here. Let me close a couple windows and open up some. And then before I dive further, let me do a little house cleaning on my side and uh, we can keep it moving. All right. So for those that are tuning in, uh, first time viewers, whatever might be coming across the channel for the first time. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date on some of the latest events, feel free to visit the RethinkingTheDollar.com blog. And I post articles there on gold, silver, crypto, main, you know, you name it. It's there throughout the day. So feel free to scroll over there. And then also we have our weekly uh, hangouts on Patreon. So for whatever reason, Patreon might be down, but uh, feel free to become a Patreon. You can join us off air to hang out a little bit. And then here are the social media tabs where you can find RTD for now. And the most uh, popular one is the Discord page where I grab a lot of the articles that we touch on from that section there. And so if you click the link beneath us, join us. We've got about 20 people online now and 187 over there. And so you can stay up to date, share articles, videos or whatnot and connect with us. And let's keep it moving. And so here is a, a, a yard sign that I actually made to get more people thinking outside the box and really question the whole stimulus check uh, concept. And so I've actually placed some of these along uh, some major roads in Detroit. So it's, it's interesting to see. Uh, the response from that as people come across the subject matter of how the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the dollar, as I've always mentioned before, will end up being your greatest nightmare. Uh, as uh, we're going to talk about some articles here, the the Biden spending plan <laughs> will definitely uh, <laughs> cause havoc in the days ahead. So something worthwhile that I thought I would share with you guys. All right. So, of course, I got a couple articles and they're pretty much all geared towards the dollar, man. The Federal Reserve note, uh, which is uh 
going to be it's been, it's been weaponized it's been destroyed as we speak man they're going to continue to borrow i.e. borrow supposedly borrow but they're not going to be paying it back but the spending budget is going to continue to increase as a part of this infrastructure which is definitely going to take the dollar further uh down the tubes and the world is recognizing it and they're making adjustments so there's a lot of activity happening unfortunately in the central bank digital currency realm where there's partnerships being formed right now and a lot of projects that are being brought to the light of nations basically you know destroying their own currencies and they're doing it uh and introducing the central bank digital concept to the people but here's just a little zero hedge title that i thought was worth mentioning it says u.s dollars uh, status as a dominant global reserve currency drops to a 25 year low and so this just as visual aid here gives you an idea so you know where the world has uh positioned themselves where they're betting against the dollar they are themselves are deciding to dump the dollar and here's just this little graph here uh this article which originated from wolf street but as you can see over the last umpteen years let me see here starting back 2014 especially and well beyond that time frame uh it has a reserve status it's been just dropping and it looks similar to this same image right here. Like, you know, as the purchasing power has been diminished, more nations have realized that the Federal Reserve, i.e. Uncle Sam, have abused the privilege of having a reserve currency. So everybody's dumping it. So as I always mentioned before, you don't want to be the last one holding the bag and give you some highlights here. It just talks about uh, not included in the global foreign exchange reserves are the Fed's own holdings of the dollar denominated assets is 4.9 trillion in treasury securities and 2.2 trillion in mortgage-backed securities that it has amassed as a part of its QE program. So when you got the Federal Reserve loading up their balance sheets with government liabilities in the form of treasuries, as well as real world assets with mortgage-backed securities, which are basically the, <laughs> the title indeed to these houses out here, all these mortgages are now owned by the Federal Reserve. So yeah, interesting subject matter there. So here's the official story here. Talk about global foreign reserves for the fourth quarter last year. It's a 25 year lows. U.S. dollar share of currency reserve plunged to the fourth quarter last since 1995. So the IMF is out here giving warnings as well as they're telling people to never mind how much you're spending. There's no there's no amount that can be spent too high to help aid in this recovery and this global recovery. So something worthwhile there. And then here's a little something from a local channel in, in Cleveland, I believe. Where it talks about the fourth stimulus check, you know, could it lift, could it lift seven million people out of poverty? And that's a question I want to put up there to you guys. Will, will another round of fourteen hundred dollar checks help seven million people out of poverty? <laughs> and so I thought that was, you know, comical, but you know, it is what it is. So yeah, more checks will be coming, unfortunately. And then it says here, debt is up one trillion in the first six months of the fiscal twenty twenty one. And once again, this number is is, is extremely low. It's extremely low because with the with the recent two point uh, one point nine and it's upcoming two point five and last year's four point something that's six seven trillion right there. So once again, how they're getting one trillion uh, within this last fiscal year, which started I think it was back October of twenty twenty. Not quite sure how they're getting those numbers. So let, letting us know that even even maybe the alternative media sources might be a little shy on their numbers. But, you know, it's the, it's the dollar, man. This is what's going on here. And, of course, I got a couple more articles here that I want to touch on. But I missed a couple calls already. So uh, let's open up the phone lines. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on any of these matters. Let me unmute some stuff here. And uh, feel free to call. I want to hear what else is going on. A lot of things are happening out here. And I want to make sure I give you guys the opportunity to share what's on your mind. And so let me check out the chat here. As always, highlight at Rethinking the Dollar, and it'll stand out, and I can uh, 
bring it to the forefront and see what's going on. Uh, <laughs> it says, God says Mike's going to spend a long time on YouTube. All right, I'll get to that question in a second there. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? All right, we got a little prankster out there. I appreciate you taking time to <laughs> be creative of that magnitude. <laughs> yeah, man, what else is going on? Give me a call. Let's talk uh, about the whole YouTube situation. And so, yeah, what I've noticed over the last three months, especially uh, the YouTube channel in particular, uh, due to the algorithms and especially the subject matter, you know, they, they've dialed back tremendously to where having close to 30,000 subscribers and only maybe 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 2,000 at best might end up seeing the video. So I'd imagine pretty soon you know, I'll probably have to go to a real alternative source. But uh, let's check in. Hello, caller. What's name where are you calling from? Uh, all right. Give me a call. Lost you there. All right. Keep it moving. Destroy the dollar. I love it. Uh, when will they start evictions? Looter 92. Great thought there. When will they start evictions? Uh, well, the CDC, however, they have the authority to do such. They've extended the moratorium. So basically the 30, well, 30 to 40 million um, renters that I'm familiar with, or as well as the owners of those properties, I think they're going to have a, a hard, it's going to be hard, man, because I'm not sure if the government funds will be able to cover the losses over the last year plus. So they're going to keep trying to roll those things over until something gives. And what gives, I'm not exactly sure whether it be the, the stock market or the dollar first or what, but we're going to find out. Hello, caller. What's name? Where are you calling from? Casey from Fort Worth. How you doing, my man? What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched just watch your intro, and you're talking about the IMS and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Janet Yellen was telling uh, telling a lot of people to start going to the IMS to get SDRs, yeah. telling corporations, and telling companies, and yeah. countries. Yep. And uh, the Federal Reserve just printed $650 billion probably mm-hmm. to prop up the, the IMS. Mm-hmm. And before that, they I want to say they printed five half a trillion worth of SDRs. And yeah. They're embracing all this uh, cryptocurrency now. Musk is buying cryptos. They're saying how it's such a good investment. So I think they're just getting they're preparing people's minds for what's going to happen. And uh, and we're just at the wait and see. And um, like you said, the stimulus check. It's only a matter of time before people are saying, uh, you know, it's going to all this money is going to. I want to say seventy-seven percent of the nation already knows about inflation or is worried about it. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think they're just, they're just getting ready for the, the collapse. And, yeah. Uh, they're just preparing their minds for it. No doubt. No doubt. They've been slowly introducing us to the concept of stimulus checks, stimulus checks. I remember talking about it, I think it was probably in the fall of last year, how by summer of this year, there's going to be some type of announcement where they're going to try to throw out something to make it enticing to the people or the people will start demanding their representatives to do something to help off with the so-called you know recovery or whatnot. So, yeah, we've been groomed for it for a while, man, to where you got mainstream media telling about talking about stimulus checks is just going to be a, a monthly occurrence. And then we got the Boost Act, which uh, I think uh, low, low blood pressure put into the discord. And that was something introduced last summer uh, by Omar and uh, Cortez and whatnot on doing something monthly in the form of two thousand dollars. And so it's yeah, it's it's that, that stuff is already laid out. All those bills are laid out. They just need Biden's signature or whoever's signature behind the surface. So, yeah, man, appreciate you for sharing that. Bring it to I actually have it on the screen here about the whole IMF thing. So I appreciate you bringing it to our attention. Thank you, sir. Yeah, be good.
Yeah, great, 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 uh, great subject matter. So here's that. This is one of the articles I was going to touch on. And so here we got the U.S. is working with the IMF to provide six hundred and fifty billion. And so once again, how can Uncle Sam, who's already tapped out, be able to offer anything other than the fact they've weaponized the Federal Reserve note? I mean, at this point, they can create as much currency as possible to try to prop up and to help other countries. But we can't even help our damn self. Like that's how bad it is to where people don't question. So why would nations hold on to our liabilities when we are just creating it out of thin air and sending it around the world? So doesn't surprise me one bit, but it's a part of the collapse. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Chris from LA in the UK. Chris from LA in the UK. How you doing, man? What's on your mind? About to shut down again, another lockdown. Okay. <laughs> so, taking a guess, uh, it's going to come out of here eventually. They plan everything's going to open back up, but um, I don't know. It looks like France is getting hit right now, so it might come this way also. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and so there's there's rumors once again around floating around Michigan. So we're hearing you know, the mainstream media here in Michigan is talking about cases are rising and they're. Yeah, so it's it's rumors floating around that uh, Whitmer might decide to shut down again or lock down here in uh, Michigan as well. So it doesn't surprise me one bit, man. And I think a lot of that yeah. talk is to groom us for the fact that they need more fear to tell people to go out and get that jab so that they can implement the passports because there's some resistance now with that passport. And so I think there's a, n- a new state. I think it was, uh, was it West Virginia or something like that. I, I just recently talked about they're not doing it either. So they need more fear. So what better way to do it and lock it down and keep people scared, yeah, it's man? It's funny because I actually work for the government. Uh-huh. Trying to, uh, I work for the NHS, which mm-hmm. is um, the, the, the government as far as the health out here, the, the National Health Organization. Yeah. So they, they're they trying to get everybody to take this vaccine. And it's funny the people I work with, they, they, they always call me the conspiracy theorists. Uh-huh. They're talking about you don't need to get this thing. It has nanotechnology, this and that, and everybody. You know, some people are here, but then you have other people that go out and get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they the, the CEO of uh, of the trust is trying to get everybody to um, to take it, and she's trying to enforce. She's trying to get the, the hierarchy to influence everybody to consider it. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much almost like marketing everybody to get it. Yeah, and I'm the one person that's like it's not going to happen, and a lot of other people are taking it. No, people out here are different. They're yeah. not like um, they're more conservative out here. Uh-huh. And they're also more submissive. So yeah. most people <laughs> will probably just go with the flow. Yeah, they're not like people in the U.S., which are more rebellious. Yeah, people out here are very conservative, and they they don't really cause many waves. They they they, they really trust the government also out here. Yeah, yeah, and I, and that's and that's what surprised me, man. Like most people. Just the fact that I've heard the words conspiracy theory thrown around a lot more now. Just the fact you got mainstream media with their own fact checking group. And then every article you post or share or even see in your news feed and all those social media platforms, they got something beneath that says, you know, this is here been verified and proven to be false. I'm like, who the hell are you? Like, so people don't question, man. Like, how? Exactly. And any other, any alternative version, it has to be some conspiracy type stuff. So right now, it, it's, you would think more people would, would recognize the fact that there are no such thing as conspiracies now, because everything now seems to be very truthful in nature because it's all in front of our faces. But, you know, in a developed world, we're so comfortable, complacent, man. Most people don't realize that we're being uh, we're, we're being squeezed. Exactly. And, you know, another thing I just noticed today, and I'll stop ranting, but. You know, once again, during the lockdown period that happened initially, 
everybody who were not essential was forced in home, but yet 5G towers popped up all across the country. And them boys is everywhere now, like never before. And then I noticed along the freeway here, the 75 right here, there's cameras all along 75 now. I'm like, damn, they got 5G and they got cameras. But people don't really want to talk about that stuff, man. But my theory about the 5G thing is, mm-hmm. I think they're putting up the 5G, and I think um, the nanotechnology and the vaccine. I think what it is is mm-hmm. the 5G antennas are almost like a almost like a radio station broadcasting the mm-hmm. signal. Yeah, and I think the, the, the nanotechnology makes your body act like a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. So I think whatever they pretty much project through the through the towers, I think we receive it through this. Little these little robots that are inside the vaccine. That's what I think it is. Yeah, and I, I posted a video and talked about it a while ago. There's a video out here from a biomedical weapon doctor or something. I put it in the Discord as well, but it, it's an older video, but it talks about all the technology that they were developing 10, 15, 20 years ago and how it's already complete and ready. They just need to roll it out. And so when you see all the stuff that they have already developed and how it, is, it entails all the stuff that we're experiencing now, it puts it all together perfectly. Like it's it's already there. It's, it's science. It's proven. But yet it's not beneficial for our bodies and humanity in general. So, but hey, man, I appreciate you. Most of the the technology that the general public knows about Mm -hmm. is about 30 years old. Yeah. So the military, all the the, the top technology goes to the military first. So the U.S. military has tops. Like I have have friends that, you know, their dads work with Boeing. I have friends that work with Boeing also. Mm -hmm. And they they have technology that's classified that you would never even, your mind couldn't even conceive the stuff that they have. So yeah. something we even think about and we know about at this point has already been, it's, it's almost like the scraps that the, that the military has already used. Yeah. It's old, outdated technology. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Very true, man. Also, uh, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message on the Discord page. Okay. I actually work in IT, so I have some ideas to help your platform. Bad. Sounds good, man. I look forward to talking to you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate the thoughts. So, yeah, France is back on lockdown. And so I think the UK is on lockdown. France on lockdown. And so I think we're here. We're we're, we're, we're long overdue here uh, for that red state, blue state clash. You know, we witnessed it during the election of the 2020 election where a lot of governors didn't jump on board with locking down in its entirety. And so now we got more states now that have. Uh, made it to where they don't have to do the uh, mask in their states. And so, of course, Texas, I think, started that charge. And, of course, in the blue states here in Michigan in particular, you know, they're still harping on masks and whatnot. So there's rumors in the air of another lockdown here in Michigan. So and I, it's going to be interesting to see how much of these billions of dollars and uh, that will be given out to blue states first that decided to lock down and cooperate because this next wave of lockdowns possible is going to be geared towards getting the billions of dollars to the states that already locked down at first, the ones that President Trump decided not to help out, those are the states that are going to get the most funds. And of course, it's not going to make its way to the people, but you know how it goes. Anyway, uh, let's get this call here. Let me, hello, caller. What's name are you calling from? Pete from Colorado. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, any better than I couldn't stand it. <laughs> uh, I haven't listened uh, for very long, man, but it's depressing hearing everything you're talking about. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. <laughs> I need some good news, man. Give me some. Well, I was going to say, like, you just got to stop watching the news, man. Turn yeah. it off. Yeah. <sighs> and, and, I mean, uh, yeah. I live in a blue state. Uh-huh. I go to the restaurant down the road. There's no mask. There's that a cute dope, but no mask. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's 
going back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything's getting better. Yeah. Everything's fine. Hey. Yeah, and I say I, I literally I don't watch the news like that. I just keep my notifications on, and through the forums and whatnot, I like to stay in tune to the events happening around me because they're happening around me, and they're eventually going to be coming to my, God forbid, to my front door at some point directly. So I like to try to stay in tune. You know, I, I like to unplug as well. So I do unplug. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of the the, the back and forth here is to make sure that we try to reach out to people who are not into the to into the know. And get them to thinking for themselves and doing whatever they need to do to prepare, however that is. So that's kind of how no, how I approach it. I'm being a smartass. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, but you're real though, because it's a lot of bad news. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer your one question though, like the stimulus checks don't fix the problem. Yeah. <laughs> people don't have a good job time is working against them and it doesn't really matter yeah I, I agree man I agree but yeah you see I mean it's just unfortunate how we're being groomed and being uh, let down that rabbit hole of like you know the government again is getting bigger and they're trying to be the overlords and the financiers of every single household which is a part of their plan so it's unfortunate but that's kind of where this thing is going to end up just based upon the trends in my opinion not even everywhere. Yeah. You know, there are places in the country where people are scared shitless mm-hmm. and like wearing a mask alone in the car. Yeah. And then there are huge sections of the country where people just aren't listening and they're just living their lives. Yeah. It's not even. They don't have total power. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. And I like to see yeah, the Joe Biden uh-huh. Biden never came out here and put me made me put a mask on, dude. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I hear you, man. It's good to hear from you, man. I appreciate you for checking in with us. All right. Be good. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, let's keep it moving, man. What else you guys want to talk about? I want to get a couple more calls in here. Let's uh let me see here. So as I uh, tonight what I'm looking to do um and so another thing about being prepared is having emergency food and things like that. And I've never dived deep into that stuff just because, you know, my motto has always been get your weight up. I stick to the the, the, the heart of everything and of the monetary system. And so I'm looking to have on Mike, uh, the prepper nerd, to share with us uh, some interesting software where it, it'll help us. Because I know for myself, I buy stuff, I sit it on the shelf and it collects dust. And because there's no emergencies directly, I never go back to recycle through it to find out dates and times. And so uh, I end up connecting with him to get a better understanding of how we can basically keep better inventory count and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to uh, sharing that because it's something that I, I'm, I plan on doing for myself just to help me weed through the shelves a little bit. Cause I usually put stuff and forget about it and stuff goes bad and I get pissed that I spent money to, to, to then throw stuff out. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting educated on that sense there. So make sure you guys tune in if you're interested in finding out more tonight at nine and uh, we can do that. Let me see here. Hello, Carl. What's name are you calling from? This is Truth or Nothing calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Truth or Nothing. How you doing, my man? What's up, Mike? Hey, I've been watching for quite a while, obviously, for the past year. You know, everything's been going on. And I'm just trying to report here what's going on in my region. Yeah. We got this operation vaccination camp set up here where a lot of people I see every day next to Papago Park are driving up and just getting this shot like mm-hmm. it's nobody's business. 
Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it, it, it's getting, it's weird. My coworker just got his shot. His son got his shot. And he goes, are you going to get your shot? And I looked at him and I said, I don't need to. <laughs> I've been on this planet 46 years. I haven't died from the flu. I haven't given nobody the flu yet. And yeah. I haven't died from it. Yeah. I don't see no reason to do it. And he looked at me like, okay, hopefully you don't catch COVID. And I looked at him like, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it just, it, it's real strange times we're living in, Mike. And, yeah. You know, it's just a word to everybody out there that has been following this, you know, this this channel. Stay mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. It's going to change. And you could feel it. It's in the air, Mike. And it's going to get, it's going to get bad in time. Yeah. But we're staying strong, everyone. And, Mike, thank you for everything you do. Appreciate you, man. I'll just leave it at that, and you stay up, my brother. For sure. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling in. Likewise, Mike. Take Yep. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate the calls, man. Yeah, let's ch- check in with me. Let me know where you're at and what you're seeing. I, of course, it's, just, it's only co- it's common sense to me that everybody is, is bought into it. And when you got people out here preaching that it's patriotic to, you know, participate, it's like, okay, people don't question nothing these days. Hello, Carlos. What's where are you calling from? TB doing good, man. How you doing? I'm not too bad, man. I just wanted to ask you, man, what happens when we have to address the debt ceiling? When we got a who? Say again. We got to address the debt ceiling. The debt's off. Oh. <laughs> uh, is there a ceiling still? Did they suspend that thing because of emergency measures, or are they still talk about a ceiling? Because they always move the damn thing. They suspended it uh, in uh, 19, but they have to address it July. Um, and and with the amount of money that they're spending, they'll have to cancel the debt ceiling or make the debt ceiling so high that, that it's not even a factor anymore. Yeah, and so okay, I think they'll probably cancel it. it they'll cancel it, but yeah, they're going to do it in a way that's going to be a national type of emergency, and they're going to try to justify it because they can't they can't put it up, you know, three or four more trillion because they're going to need more than three or four more trillion, you know, just for the remainder of this year. And then, you know, tell them what's going to come next year. So they're going to have to, you know, sometimes, somehow, some way cancel that damn thing. But how, how, what? Because the Federal Reserve only went buying. So it don't really matter if they do. No, they have to address it. Mm-hmm. They have to address it this year because they kicked the can down the road and Trump gave them two years. Mm-hmm. And they said that this is the, uh, the, the final coup de grace. You either have to address it or you can make the ceiling so high that, uh, you know, it becomes non-factor. Non, non but uh, but if you do that, what is the other countries going to think when you just print the money? <laughs> it, it's, it's, they watch this. They they already they already have been dumping. So the most important countries have already lowered their reserves, and that's China and Russia. So basically, basically from there, you got all the smaller nations that are going to sign up, and they're on board already with China and Russia. So it's already too late. So I don't know. I don't think it's th- that much of a big deal. But it's just a matter of that little bit of remaining reserves is out there denominated in Federal Reserve notes and treasuries and stuff that I think they care about, of which they about to add to that. So here's a, a old map here of the ceilings as each president continues to, you know, add to it. They double the debt every single time. So Biden got to put at least another 15 trillion on it before, you know, it really becomes a true issue, I think. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, they'll have to put on all the money from when Trump canceled the debt. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't address it uh, like it's supposed to be addressed, they have to put all that money on the, from the Trump administration to the Biden administration on the books. Mm-hmm. So they go from twenty-seven trillion to what? We another another five trillion? Twenty-eight trillion? 
They go, yeah, they're going to they're gonna add another 10. They're going to have to add 10 at a minimum. Ten, a 10 is just, for, I, I think, foreseeable because we got the 2.5 right now for first phase of the Biden infrastructure. Then we're going to have another something on top of that. And that's just what we're being told. But yet the Build Back Better plan is is like a three or four phase ordeal. And so we're just on phase one, two. So that's another five or six trillion for the phase three and four. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's next year's budget. This, yeah. This year's budget, they had, uh, I, I found out that Janet's 1.9. If she doesn't get rid of that by July, it's, it's going to go into the budget. Now, now you and I talking trillion. Yeah. The rest of the world doesn't understand trillion. <laughs> Very they true. Don't. Don't trillion. So it's, it's just going to be, you got to, you got to do something. Yeah. Either crap or get off the pot. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. to be a telling, uh, telling situation when it comes to moratoriums, when it comes to all this stuff that they, you got to take your foot off the, off the brake at some point. No, but watch this. One thing that can make July uh, possibly uh, another national emergency style approach to where this debt selling situation is is approved and, and not frowned upon, it'll be if, if they decide to try to do the lockdowns again. Because I haven't heard much about, you know, with the next case or what is it, the, the second wave or whatever. Remember, we talk about the second wave, the third wave. So in Europe now, they're, I think France in particular, they're on their second or third wave. UK on their second or third wave. We ain't heard nothing about no waves yet. And I think as a part of the rising cases here in Michigan, especially, a lockdown would definitely justify them being able to add more or permanently remove the ceiling because another lockdown requires unprecedented emergency stimulus money again. So I can see that uh, lockdown being something they would use to say, hey, we're going to need another four or five. You know what I'm saying? So let's just suspend it until 2023 or some crap like that. So you never know, man. But, they, but, they, but they're going to come up with something that's not going to be creative because we know they, can't, they have to continue to borrow and print. So it don't take a rocket well, science. the lockdown thing anymore. It's, it's already been discovered that the governors run, run their state. Yeah. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no more lockdowns, so I'm sorry. I, I'm not that nationwide. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. I'll I, let you go, brother. Okay, appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, you would think that, uh, once again, the lockdowns, you know, of slowing, was intended to slow the curve from 15 days to 30 days to whatever, whatever, wherever, wherever we're at now. But they have to keep fear. They got to keep pumping cases and, and testing. And they got to do all that stuff to make sure people participate and stop, don't ask questions. So at this current moment, man, I, I think there's everything's on the table still. So I, I would like to say that there'll be no more lockdowns. But I think as the red states and blue states collide, because the blue states are going to start talking about no passes. We're not doing that passport stuff. We're going to open up with no masks. And it's going to be outright civil war, man, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Hello, Carl. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Mike. How's it going? It's Brando Commando from Puma Region 3. Brando. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, Mike. What's on your mind? I'm just calling today to uh, you know, bring up some current events. I don't know, maybe you guys have seen. Uh, did you hear that uh, the uh, Belgians got sued and they have to turn back all COVID restrictions Ooh. and uh, lockdown measures? Uh, no, I did not. I don't think so. Give us some more insights on that. The government of Belgium got sued by mm-hmm. some like, humanitarian rights council yeah. and pretty much hung them out to dry. And Belgium, as of tomorrow or maybe Monday, mm-hmm. is rolling back and canceling all COVID.
COVID lockdowns out here. So rolling back and canceling. So how do you undo the damage that they've already caused would be, you know, something that I'm like, okay, how are they going to work that out? Like, I, I get your point about, you know, it now being considered illegal, but how do you roll back and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course you can. Uh, they probably already have a lot of their primary endpoints, you know, um, fulfilled. Yeah. But uh, the, the cat is out of the bag. Yeah. You know, so I'm, call, I'm calling again to encourage people to mm-hmm. keep pushing back. Yeah. Because we... We are making cracks in the dam, and yeah. the leaks are starting to be more and more mon- monstrous. Yeah. And if you know, Joe Biden really wants to impose some sort of a vaccine uh, identification, mm-hmm. that, that violates so many laws and rights that like we have to push back against that. Yeah. So uh, I think now is kind of like a good time in society. I feel like uh, people are much more calm than they have been. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, uh, the fear mongering has uh, died down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like now might be our chance to make a good stand yeah. and really start to like, uh, you know, let the cat out of the bag, try to ease people's fears mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, walk around, no mask, breathe some fresh air and, you know, push back a little bit. Now's our, now's our opportunity. Yeah. Hey, I agree, man. Thank you for keeping us up today. I actually got some here on a, on the, uh, found something talks about Belgians, our breach virus rules as uh, warm weather draws crowds. So it looks like people, and, and, and of course, the mainstream media here has not talked about all the riots and protests and the people in the streets and the police clashing with people over uh, the lockdowns in those uh, countries. So, yeah, people, if people in the U.S. knew how, how the Europeans were not standing for that based upon their history and their past of everything that's been done to them, I think it'll, it'll encourage a lot more people here to question what's going on and why they're not uh, out in the streets too. So, but I, I think, no, here's another distraction that's coming pretty soon. We got the whole George uh, Floyd situation going on right now in the spring. And there's going to be a verdict that comes out not favorable for, you know, that's going to show any signs of justice. They're going to lead to people hitting the streets and they're going to start create, creating chaos in the spring and summertime. And so, uh, yeah, but you forget, last year, you know, they started coming out with those studies that mm-hmm. showed, uh, you know, BLM didn't do any spreading of coronavirus. And everyone <laughs> out in the sunshine was actually good for health. Yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe they'll be encouraging us to go outside. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> one, other, one other related side note about the lawsuit. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone, everyone go check out George Gannon's mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube page. Yeah. He is really suing the feds. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. So watch this. It's going to be interesting to see how George is and uh, Robert Kiyosaki is able to pull that off because, you know, how some, I, I, it's very encouraging, but yet because yeah, it poses so much of a threat. Uh huh. So I, it, it, it sounds good on the surface, but I think, yeah, they stand to remove the veil to the curtains of the, the biggest crime criminal organization of all times, man, it's going to get very interesting with some fireworks. If it gets to the point where it becomes serious. So, but I wish them well, man. I hope they do their thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Actually, I'm on, I'm on. Yeah. I got to check in with him, man, but Hey, I appreciate you bringing that to our attention, man. All right. Be good. Yeah. Be good. Oh man. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been keeping keeping tabs on that, man. And so uh, the in the Fed, you know, George is real hard pressed to really shine light on the criminality behind a central banking concept. But he's up against a monster, a hundred year old monster plus or actually, you know, couple couple hundred year old monster. So it's going to be interesting to see their fight. I wish him well, but uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. Hello, Carl. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What's going on? It's Miles from NY. Miles from NY. What's up, my man? How you doing? 
I hear you, man. What's going on in New York, man? I see I see Cuomo out there tripping with those passports and stuff, man. What's up? Uh, you know what, man? He, he's bugging out, but New Yorkers, man, when we get fed up, we get fed up, man. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, see, there's two New York. There's a New York that they show on the news, and yeah. then there's a New York, the real New York. Those guys that say, man, he could go take it and do whatever he's going to do. He ain't doing that. Yeah. And so be it. Here's what it is and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And then also, you know, uh, a lot of people forget, like, this country, it, it really is like nations with inside this nation. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different uh, groups of people that disagree with what he's saying and what he's doing and mm -hmm. just already have drawn the line in the sand. Yeah. Know? And that's what I like to know. Where is everybody's line in the sand? What they will no longer accept to mm -hmm. say, okay, look, this is something I'm willing to lay it all down for and give it all up for mm -hmm. because I'm not... I'm not going past this point with you. You know, I'll, I'll accept this. I'll maybe cater to certain things, but this won't be tolerated. You know, mm. like them, them passports and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's people out there that that still operate in New York that that's out of the system. They've yeah. never been a part of the system. Yeah. You know, and, and that underbelly, that underclass, that's a large part of New York, man. A lot of people don't realize that, man. Yeah. You know, it used to be like a street vendor out there. So I understand how people move out there and how they really survive and, and you know, how they do things, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I just wanted to say, man, uh, also with the George Gammon thing, maybe it will, maybe it won't mm -hmm. uh, uh, succeed as far as getting them to reveal this and reveal that. Maybe they do. But the point is to wake people up yeah. and to address people and show them, listen, these people, no matter what people say, I don't have a defeatist attitude. Yeah. Like, they will only do what you allow them to do. Yeah. You know, I was raised like that. A man can only do to me what I allow him to do to me. Whether yeah. it be by force or he got to, but I'm not going to sit there and just passively say, okay, mm -hmm. you know, no problem. I, it's out of my hands and I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. So it's by works. You yeah. know, just like God said, yeah, you can have intentions, but you got to have works behind that. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to put that evidence <laughs> off you know. So I, I, that's, that's what I just want to say, like, even if it do see, don't succeed, the fact is he's bringing attention to it. Yeah. And that's pushing the ball further. Yeah. They'll be less likely to say, okay, look, we're going to just trample them over and run them over because there's resistance there. Yeah. You know, and we know that people and, and, and things like to take the path of even less resistance. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just like a circuit of water. It's always going to flow with the least amount of resistance. But if you put up resistance and you show them, look, we're not doing that. We're not giving you giving up our... Uh, our double A, mm -hmm. our double A rights, yeah. our, our booms. We're not giving up our food, our right to eat meat. Mm. We're not giving up our land. We're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, you decent the venom, the, 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 the snake. Yeah. You know, you tell them, look, I, I don't want to eat up all your time, but you tell oh, them, you good. basically, you're not, you're only, you're my, you're my employee. <laughs> you're going to do what I'm supposed to do against getting out of here. And that's what it is with Cuomo. I don't yeah. know who he rubbed the wrong way. I mean, outside of the basic New Yorker. Yeah. But he's out of here. He's on his way out the door. All the allegations and all that stuff. He's been doing it. Yeah. He's been doing that. It is what it is. But, you know, he's rubbed the wrong person the wrong way. Yeah. And now they want him home. Yeah. He will never see the fruition of all his efforts and all his fruits. I guarantee his brother, all of them, they, they, they're done. That's how it is. You know, door yeah. to door world, they're turning each other. All that money coming into New York, he won't be there for that. Yeah. And he, he's crying <laughs> over that inside. And, you know, we're all enjoying it here with the popcorn, you know? Yeah. But the next guy that, guy that comes in, you better believe the people on the streets are talking. And just one other thing before I go, man. Yeah. Uh, some of these groups, like the Facebook groups, I, I like to join those underbelly groups, like the, the stimulus groups and 
the actual turn group because you see the real people. Yeah. The real struggling people hear what they say. Yeah. You know, what they're like. And, and believe it or not, a lot of people on as asleep as a lot of people think. They just don't have the direction. Mm-hmm. They don't have that direction of what to do about it. Yeah. And that's the difference right now. People on is dumb because we have extensions and we have information coming to us. They know that they're being ripped off. They know what them people did to them. They just don't know the correct corridor. And that's yeah. why, like, with the George Gannon and things like that, and why I keep saying, look, mm-hmm. the flag's been raised, we're here, it's time to, you know, organize, mobilize, and bring them to a direction. Yeah. You know, it's because they need that direction. You know, everybody's not a natural born leader. Some people make better soldiers. Some people make better mm-hmm. leaders. Mm-hmm. But once that flag has been raised, it's gone, man. You know, and yeah. I'm looking at that like it's a call. There's too many people out there, like, just saying, look, you know, it, it, we're done with it. You know, yeah. we see the effect. But listen, man, I, hey. I'm sorry to everybody for taking time. No, you're good, man. Throw I, I, your line in the scene, people. Yeah. Throw your line in the scene, and don't move. Don't move that line. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you, man. That's a great thought and a great concept. Man, that's a good one. So I like that energy and passion and fire, man. So I put that on the screen. You know, what's your line in the sand? Like, and that's where I remember over the last three administrations, you know, I remember, you know, Obama talking about, you know, it's a red line, the red line in the sand, you know, of, you know, by, of Syria. And I'm thinking like, that is a great thought, great thought and the concept there. What's your line in the sand? And of course, for me, every, everybody has their own tolerance level where it's like, Right there, anything beyond that, it is it's it's game on. It's I, I can get very how do I can get very radical, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna dial it back. But um, it can get very uh, you know that that line in the sand I'm referring to is the point where it's it's no more. Like and for me, it just off the top of my head, you know, as it as it gets closer to my front door, that's I mean that right before, well before my door is the line to where all gloves are off. And yeah, you know, I, I like to hate to say it, but you know, it's time to lay it down, man. Like I'm, 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 I, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna say I'm gonna die for mine. But anyway, that's just me. Uh, yeah, but yeah, hope, hope to God I'm never tested to that point, man. But anyway, I'm getting ready to dial back. Uh, got another live stream later on in the evening, so, so feel free to tune in. And so, as I guys mentioned, uh, tonight uh, at 9 p.m., having Mike the Prepper on, so we're gonna go over some interesting stuff, man, that I think can be helpful for individuals to better track and monitor their own uh, inventory and whatnot. And stay up to date with everything. So, other than that, feel free to tune in, ask questions and whatnot, and just talk some prepper stuff. Because in the Discord page, in the prepper tab there, I was told, talked about reaching out to people who are in that space. And so, we're going to get a little education there, man. So, looking forward to it, trying to reach out to more people outside of the regular mainstream. So, anyway, people, be blessed, be safe. Um, I'm going to deny these calls here just because get ready to dial back. But I hope everyone had a good evening, and let's do it again tomorrow, Lord willing. Or, I'm sorry, in a couple hours. So, see you guys at 9 p.m. tonight. Tell a friend. Invite a friend, rather. And uh, if you enjoyed this video, hit that thumbs up. See you guys later.